Hey, welcome back to the Arm for Life podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Prezula, and I am not joined by my two co-hosts. Um, they have abandoned me. Um, uh, Taylor, last minute, has abandoned me. His flight was delayed from Melbourne, so Taylor Kappel will not be joining us today. And uh, our, our main man, Gibbo, who usually runs the podcast, who brings his uh, sultry tones of his um, British accent, isn't, isn't here either. So I, we, I've, I've replaced them. Um, uh, Kelsey is our guest today, far more attractive than Taylor, sitting where Taylor usually sits. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, Kelsey. Thank you for having me. And I have a fill-in, uh, D'Artagnan, who, um, uh, you know, you maybe you, you look about the same level pretty as, as Gibbo. Um, yeah, you, don't, you don't have the same... Taylor there for <laughs> you don't have the same uh, tone, but that's okay. But um, thank you for joining us as well. Anytime. Happy to be here. So we have just finished running a, uh, like a one-day wellbeing camp. And uh, so we had about uh, 15 attendees. We wanted to start small and we were running the day based on managing emotions and self-awareness. And that was the, uh, the last podcast that we recorded. So we it was on the back of, you know, or kind of preempting running this wellbeing day. And it went really, really well. Um, over the course of the day, we had um, one presentation in the morning and then we had a basketball clinic. We had um, Kelsey come in and do some breath work, which is what we're going to discuss and talk about today. Yep. And then we had... After lunch, we had uh, some firefighters come down with an actual firefighter truck and uh, take us through the truck and um, pull out the hoses. Um, Why for- did I go home? I uh, know, you shouldn't have, shouldn't <laughs> have left. Um, and then they did some actual proper legit like training that they do uh, for team building activities You know, with the kids. Oh, cool. As, yeah, yeah. So they had like, the big stretches out and yeah, it was actually really great. Um, so and we've actually just found out that apparently we're getting about $50,000 worth of equipment donated oh um, God, to amazing. use for our team building stuff. So there's, um, watch this space. There's more. We're actually developing a leadership and team building program um, and Taylor's spearheading that because he is super passionate about leadership. So yeah, and Jordy's going to be involved as well. Jordy's our resident firefighter and does a lot of the activities. So He's a couple of firefighters on the way then. That's right. So, yeah, so it was a really, really good day. Um, but I thought it would be really good to run the podcast today uh, discussing, in a sense, what we talked about today, but with a little bit of a focus on breathwork. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of talk about breathwork out there at the moment, and I'd heard a lot about it but hadn't ever done it before. So today was my first time as well, and uh, it was Dart's first time as well. And so I wanted to... First of all, um, I maybe talk about your story and how you got into breathwork, Kelsey, mm-hmm. and um, then we can discuss today and what happened today. Sure. Um, so I would say breathwork found me okay. um, about three years ago, just after my son was born. Um, all my usual coping mechanisms were not helping me be the parent that I wanted to be. So mm. alcohol, drugs, um, anything to avoid how I was feeling. Cause obviously my son brought up a lot in me that I had avoided for 28 years. Yeah. So that's a good time. Yeah, definitely. That's what <laughs> so, I hear regularly. Yeah. When you have a child, and he's still, yeah, still mirrors me and brings up stuff <laughs> to this day. So, but, um, he's a beautiful blessing and I wouldn't be able to be a better person without him. Yep. 
So I got curious about, you know, healing and that, that word that everyone was using and um, self-reflection and creating healthy coping mechanisms. I'd never heard that word before. Yeah, right. Um, my mum and dad were, I grew up in quite a toxic environment. Mm. My dad was abusive to my mum. Mm. My mum was a drug addict. My sister was a drug addict. Um, and I think I was more mentally and emotionally abandoned. Physically looked after. If you were looking from the outside in, you sure. would never have thought there was anything wrong yeah. mentally and emotionally I was just um all I had was anger like everything made me angry and I just thought that that was normal yeah okay so when my son came into the world and anger wasn't working anymore um, because how can I be angry at this little tiny thing that's mm. like needs me to look after him yep. so I got curious about myself getting to myself how I react how I respond um I discovered a business called School of Breath ran mm-hmm. by Meg and Hannah, um, started doing private sessions one-on-one. I got curious about meditation, like all these things that I used to be like, oh my God, that's just like too like woo-woo for me. Like I'll, I'll never do that. <laughs> um, but then it started to like make sense and click. Um, yep. So I started with one-on-one private sessions um, and like I just couldn't believe the changes in my perspective and like how I felt in my body and how I was responding through just – doing 60 minute laying on the floor, deep breathing. Like that's all. And I was like, what do you mean this is it? Like, so from there I practice regularly every day, like consistently. I still to this day practice about an hour a day. Yep. Um, And then I got curious about learning about it and on sharing it. Like I had the capacity to learn. I'm an insatiable learner and I thought it was a calling of mine and Mm. it would be doing like everyone a harm if I didn't learn and on share so I did my pranayama facilitated training um finished that in January and started teaching in studios and doing private sessions in February so it all flowed really organically which made me know that I was doing the right thing yep um and yeah so now I use my breath as a tool to, you know, calm my nerves, breathe through my emotions, calm my body, regulate my nervous system. I haven't touched alcohol and drugs for over three years now. As soon as I found breath work, I literally went, oh my God, I can make myself feel the way that drugs and alcohol made me feel just through deep breathing. So literally it was like a switch went off. Okay. And yeah, been sober ever since. A lot of people need that switch. Yeah. Um, I'm very determined though as well. I'm like one of those people when I make a decision. Yeah, like okay. that you're is all it. in. Yeah, you're I'm not like one or the other. I'm like, sure. yeah. Okay. Uh, so to so go back to you said that you had a bit of a, there was kind of a lot of anger, I suppose, there. Yeah. There, was that a, a bit of a, your background? There was quite a lot of anger issues? Yeah, and... it was the only thing that I seen. Like my mom and dad arguing yeah. and fighting, punching on, like yep. Yep. just only where it was like my default emotion because no matter how I felt, I was going to express anger because I wasn't taught to express sadness or pain or anxiety or, you know, worry or fear. Like it was just always that top emotion. And so, yeah, then I discovered the thing called the feelings wheel. Mm -hmm. I went to therapy and she was like, you need to start um, using this wheel. And when you feel something in your body, grab the wheel, look at it and just label it and just write it down. And there were things on this wheel that I was like, oh my God, like, that's what that is. It's not <laughs> anger. Like, what do yeah, you mean? Okay. And I was, sure. I was like 27, 28 when this started yep. happening. Yep. So, Many adults don't know 
the emotions that they feel. No. I'm not aware. But it was interesting that like as soon as I seen the word and I felt it in my body, I could align it. Yeah, interesting. But because I wasn't given – if my mum or my dad maybe had sat me down and been like, oh, look, this is yep. what you're – like this could be it, yep. I would have known earlier on. But, you know, our parents are doing the best that they can with what they have and I love them dearly and I would yep. never – um, fault them for what they did. I yep. um, wouldn't be where I am right now without them. Mm. So, but yeah, the the feelings will change my life, and so did breathwork. Wow, it's an interesting concept. That, I mean, the very basis of the presentation that we ran this morning to start yep. the whole day was self awareness and managing emotions and mm. recognizing that becoming aware of the emotions that you feel is so key yep. in actually beginning to manage them so they don't control you. Yeah, which it sounds like your emotions were were not just given a voice but that you were able to you know, put them into, into words. Yeah, words. And, and then once you label them, you can start to respond to them. Yep. Instead of letting them control, you can be like, oh, okay, this is just this is just stress. It's it's okay. Like it's Absolutely. it's just a feeling like we can I can breathe through this. Like I don't need to react or like throw a brick through a window or yep. not that I've done that. Not that you've done that? I was gonna say is there <laughs> no, a story I've definitely there? done that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thrown a brick through a window, Doc? Not a brick, but I actually <laughs> threw a lock through my high school window. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. But, you know, yeah. that's the, the discharge of the energy. Like yes. you're wanting to get the energy out of the body. So, And yep. the yeah. mind just tells you to do things to do that. But yep. breath work can help you discharge that energy as well. Yeah, wow, really interesting. Yeah. Um, what's your experience with managing emotions in the past, Dart? Me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Quite a... Uh, very up and down experience with managing my emotions yep. sometimes I must admit I reckon I do it very very well yep. like on the football field I'm able to stay calm in big pressure situations mm-hmm. but uh, the minute something might accidentally tick me off in the wrong way in any given situation I uh, tend to uh, ignore you know anything to calm myself down and I'll uh, just unleash to the point where I probably would throw a brick through a window yeah um yeah, it's actually been quite tough and has actually played a pretty big role in my uh, declining mental health over the years, um, not being able to manage my emotions. So I've been trying to find quite a lot of different ways, which is, like you said earlier, led to using coping mechanisms that actually aren't very great for me. Yep. So yeah, it's not one of the easiest things in life, trying to manage your emotions. It's actually quite mm-hmm. pleasing hearing a 27-year-old starting to go through all that. <laughs> I'm 22 yeah. years old and I think it's already too late, oh, no. so you know, definitely, definitely helps us. It's never too late. That's and there's the never thing. end. It never ends. No. You yeah. don't get to this perfect, oh, no. now I'm just zen and nothing ever. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, like, yeah, full namaste. It doesn't happen. Nope. doesn't exist. Nope. Just ask my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I like because I, I grew up, you know, the like I punched holes in doors. Yeah, I punched a transportable, though the the, the movable classrooms. Yeah, when I was like year seven, and yeah. I really hurt my hand. The last yeah. thing I punched, I was 28, so I was even older than Kelsey, and I punched the porta potty. Yeah. yeah, see, I've had that problem, the punching of the walls and everything like yeah. that. You know, it's not very helpful. Is no, it's it? not at all. But and it's it is that what you're saying? It's the expelling. It's of the energy. It's yeah. almost getting uh, what I used to process it as is getting the. The, the pain that you're feeling mm. internally, you're feeling it externally. When you punch something in particular, yeah. you feel it externally. What's relief? Yeah, mm. so it relieves the internal pain, but that's not particularly Short-term relief. It's short-term. Yeah. It doesn't help. And so, so learning healthy, because that's what most of us do. If we're struggling with our emotions, we turn to unhealthy coping mechanisms, yeah. um, whether it's drugs, alcohol, or, or anything else. Yeah. Uh, so then we don't learn to manage those emotions in a, in no, a healthy way. No, we avoid them. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. So the, <clears throat> the, was it, I think, how far into the journey of learning the breath work did you go, 
well, this is actually really helpful. And uh, honestly, after my first session, I was like blown away. Okay. And it was like we dabbled in like a 10, 10, 15 minute session today. And it was very light because we were working with teenagers. Yep. Whereas if it was a 60-minute um, private one-on-one, we would go a lot deeper and I would use my hands to deepen your breath and guide the breath into certain parts of your body where I can see tension and stuff like that. Wow. So my first 60-minute session was really deep. Um, I had a huge emotional release um, and I was just like, that was probably the first time I'd ever felt my feelings yep. without alcohol. Wow. And I was like, okay, that was hard, but like, it wasn't as bad as what I thought it would be. Mm. Like, I feel like, I feel as though I had a drink of wine, but I actually just <laughs> did some breathing. Yeah. So that's when it like sort of clicked to me, like, oh, I can relieve myself of this tension through my breath. And then I feel better instead of having wine and then getting sober and it's still being there. Yeah. Wow. And then building up and then punching walls and <laughs> yes. punching my partner. <laughs> Do you find that like using breathing as a coping mechanism, like, do you find it different? To say, like, how you feel after drinking alcohol or anything like that. Yeah. You feel completely, um, I I don't like to use the word in control, but Mm. you feel responsive rather than reactive because you become like this observer. Yep. And you observe it occurring Mm. instead of attaching to it and then reacting. Yep. And you don't have that guilt and that shame after Mm. you punch a wall or throw a brick that occurs after it. So then you're not just dealing with pain, you're dealing with shame and guilt. So then you've got three emotions at once and then you're like, what do I do with these now? And it just builds and builds and builds and builds. Mm. It's interesting that you use the words. It's like you've read the book, The the Road to Resilience. You use reacting and responding. Yeah. Um, Because that's what we talk about all the time. Yeah. The difference between reacting and responding. Yeah, I've definitely read that. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, I gave you my book, but I don't expect you to read it. I don't think Dart's ever going to read it. Oh, you did read it. It's on my list. I was the first person to read it. I swear it's on my list. It's next to my bed. I have books in a row. There is no guilt and shame in this space. (laughs) You don't have to read it. I am feeling shame. It's got interactive activities and everything you can do in the day. It's actually really good. The truth is, you were the first one to read it. Like, you read the manuscript before it went to print. So, that is. Could have called me out for not reading it. I think it's really important as well when we're noticing feelings. I think back in the day, I used to say, I am sad, I am angry, and I would attach myself to that. And now I just say, oh, I'm experiencing stress. I'm experiencing anger. Oh, I notice I'm feeling this. Like you're not actually the feeling. To differentiate between my identity and my feeling. They're very different things. And even, even by doing that, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling sad. Feelings come and go. Yeah. So it's not so my not, identity. I I'm am not this. adopting yeah. this and I am. It's really, yeah. I think the, the terminology is so really important. important. Yeah, it is. Um, how did you feel today? So we did the what, 15 minutes of, of breath work. Yeah. Um, you were the first one to speak afterwards. How did you feel? Always the first one to speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad thing. No, no. Um, yeah, honestly, as when I was growing up, I was one of those kids that like ignored all this kind of stuff, thought yep. I was too cool for it Same. and everything yep. like that. So, you know, we would have someone come in and do breathing exercises at school. You're like, yeah. who is this hippie? Yeah, exactly, you know. <laughs> That's right, I wouldn't join in. Sleep. Yeah, right. And uh, so I just wouldn't join in or anything like that. And like, you know, as I've gotten older, I've started experiencing more things about myself. I found one thing I actually struggle with is bringing myself down. I do have high energy levels and everything like that. Um, especially over the last year, tried a different range of all these types of ways to just control my breathing, get my levels down and all that, magnesium, everything. Mm -hmm. And I still don't find a lot of that works. Today was just something else. It was, what, half an hour we did it for? Not even. Not not even. even. 
It's probably the it was most about fifteen to twenty minutes. Mm. It felt like half an hour. It felt yeah. like an hour. It felt like honestly, it's hard. The to result explain. felt like that. Yeah, yeah, time and space just kind of became non-existent yeah. during that little bit, and it's been a very crazy year for me. I'm not gonna lie, and just. That was by far the calmest, most relaxed I've felt so cool. all year. So, Very cool. Yeah. So pretty, pretty high praise. Yeah, mm. I love you, that. What it's so say? interesting because from my thing, yeah. from my like perspective, I can't see what's going on. Sure. So like everyone's following the same breathwork pattern, but everyone's having a different internal experience. Mm. But I will never know what that is. Yep. And a lot of people don't talk about it afterwards because they don't have to. So sure. I'm always like curious, like give me some information. It's exactly Just the I same love as feedback. I'd love to know how people felt. Exactly like what the they same as when um, we're running presentations. Yeah. I have no idea whether it's positive like, or negative or you know, <laughs> unless you, you hear the snippets and little bits and pieces. That, yeah. But whatever you hear is always a small snippet of what's really going on. Yeah. You know, in terms of the, you know, the yeah. Yeah. wider experience mm-hmm. so it's good to know that dad had that experience yeah i love that because he can vo- verbalize it whereas yeah. some people can't verbalize no. it or don't want to verbalize it yeah there's, there's definitely something good going on but even just the raising of the hands today was cool when you were like yes. who feels more relaxed yes like, yeah it's a, it it's comfortable to do that yeah. that's why i did it smart. i was like i'm just gonna ask them that's to smart i just learned something today <laughs> been doing this for 23 years i've learned a few things along the way <laughs> I'm like, let's talk about our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and no one said a word. <laughs> <laughs> Except Dan. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, something I always find in myself is my mind is always racing at like yeah. 100Ks an hour. It's just ridiculous. And yeah. then today, that was the thing that I found most is not only was my like thoughts slowed down, but to the point where I could actually like organize them. That's cool. So wow. like I just... I don't know what the question is, but do you have anything more on that? Like why that tends to happen or something? Well, you're like anchoring that? into something in that's in the present moment. So your thoughts are just like feelings, they're energy. They're not thought, they're not anything. We give meaning to them because mm. they're in our mind and we think we need to give meaning to them, but it's just a thought. So you have a busy mind, that's not a like a bad thing. Yep. Your mind is there to keep you safe. It's there to keep you alive. Yep. So it's up to us to not attach to it and get too caught up in it and just watch it. So the breath is a really beautiful tool to teach you to watch it so Mm -hmm. because you can anchor into your breath you know meditation is not as easy because you don't have that anchor but with breath work you're connecting to something in the present moment and it's real and it's factual and it's there and the mind's like oh okay like this this is okay like i know that this is happening the mind likes to predict the the mind likes to know what's going to happen next so when you're doing the consistently the same thing the nervous system talks to the mind calms it down and yeah it just sort of flows that's really interesting i mean the, the even when you're talking about the the overactive mind essentially like mm-hmm. i when i'm presenting if i talk about restless leg syndrome for example and then connected to an overactive mind so many hands go up whether yeah. it's teachers whether it's students uh, i know someone for example uh, that i can think of that would literally have to drink wine every single night and the reason was because they couldn't calm their mind down. Mm. Mm. Um, but that's the thing. It's like the mind, people with busy minds, they almost say it like it's like with a tone of like it's a bad thing. Mm. Like yeah. it's like uh, it's not allowed to be happening. It's yeah. actually meant to be happening. Your mind is built to be busy. Yes. Your mind is there to keep you alive. It's there to write to-do lists. It's there yep. to... Do all the things. So I think if you change your perspective as like, oh, my mind is busy. Oh, cool. Like it's doing its job. Like, thanks, man. Like, Absolutely. But you just don't want it to be busy all the time. No. Mm. And then no, that's why you have sleep, being, no. being, having a busy mind. But that's why you have helpful. tools like breath work <laughs> right. and journaling and just, you know, doing a dump of the thoughts and yep, just being like, cool. So it's just like emptying a suitcase. 
Would you say it's better to use breath work morning or night or both? Or I do know? my session when I first wake up. Tell us about your standard day. What do you? Yeah. Where do you use it? How does it work for you? Yeah, so I like daily habits yep. for me. So I like to use breath work as a habit and then also a coping tool. Yep. So I wake up every morning, do 30 minutes of breathing. First thing in the morning. It's the first thing I do before I even check my phone. Like okay. I commit to myself, like this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm setting the tone. I'm right. valuing my mind and my body. I'm setting myself up. That's if my toddler's not screaming in my face. Um, if that doesn't happen, and sometimes it doesn't because life is just messy sometimes, yeah. I will take the time to either sit in my car. Sometimes you've got to make it work for what you have. Mm. And I think we live in the world where if the environment's not perfect, I can't do it. Sure. So I'll just do 10 minutes in my car like just that. before I go to work. Yep. So you don't have to be lying down. You don't. No, yep. you can be anywhere. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I just like literally sit anywhere if I'm like feeling overwhelmed. My mind is just like really, really busy and I want to calm it down. I'll literally just sit anywhere. The other day I sat like in the middle of the park and there was like so many people and Mm. I just don't care if people judge me or like watch me. I'm just like, this is cool. Like I got to do what I got to do. Great. Then evening I do 30 minutes again. Um... And yeah, that's it. And then usually if I'm having like a day where I'm feeling reactive or mm. like, and I can feel my nervous system is in that threat state where like everything's feeling threatening, yep. um, I'll get to my bre- breath a little more and breakfast. I was <laughs> Somebody's hungry. <laughs> I swear I'm not. Um, and then I'll just do like three to five minutes. Like if I'm feeling, and I don't really do anything specific it's just the in and out and just counting just yep. in and out just to just to detach from that feeling if yep. i feel like i'm about to like explode or um so yeah even as a like a breathwork facilitator i still have my re- reactive days mm. i will always have them and yep. it's just about getting to know what causes them yep most of them are my parents. So, um, <laughs> and learning triggers your triggers, really. like learning your triggers. Yes. Okay, cool. Like if I know I'm going to be around my mother, I will do some breathing before I go there to yep. set my nervous system up because my nervous system is programmed. Your mum is a threat. Sure. Do some breathing. Become self-aware. I know that this affects me. I yep. know what happens when I'm around this woman. Like be responsive. Absolutely. Like, Stay in, like, stay in control. Mm. So, um, I use my breath to set myself up for those sorts of things as well. That's the power of self awareness. Yeah. If you know, you can prepare yourself. Yeah. Whether walking in blindly or yeah. going, no, I'm fine. I'll be fine. Actually, preparing. You're never fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever think you're fine. Yeah, sure. So there are <laughs> certain circumstances that where you could, you know, prepare and breathe before you go to them. Yeah. Like Certain basketball games. Basketball games, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. play on the same basketball team. Yeah. There are stories we could share, but we won't. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. What would you say, uh, if I'm thinking of someone uh, that might have never experienced it before and go, well, yeah, but you're just teaching me to breathe. Oh, every, I get this every, all the time. Everybody breathes. Someone's like, oh, what do you go. do as like a passion or a hobby? <laughs> oh, I'm a breathwork facilitator. Oh, what does that do? <laughs> I teach people to I know how to breathe. To, yeah, that's exactly it. I'm, I'm breathing right now. I know how to breathe. 15-year-old yeah. me would have just come at you just <laughs> like, oh, so you're going to teach yeah. me to do something I do every day. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you're cool. So your mind knows how to automatically breathe. Sure. But you don't know how to consciously breathe. Consciously? The consciously. <laughs> Sorry to point that out. No, <laughs> I'm gonna go now. Okay. Um, yeah, you're consciously. Breathe. Yeah, because yeah. it's the difference. So the the a breathing is a behaviour. It's both automatic and in your control. Yep. So the, right now, my mind is controlling my breath. Like yep. I, I'm not thinking about it. It's just happening. Yeah. Whereas with breath work, you're doing the opposite. I'm telling my mind how I want to breathe. So that's when you can deepen the breath into the belly. 
um, access, if you think of the shape of the lungs, they're really small at the very top of the lungs. So in order to access that space and like create that, Mm -hmm. you have to breathe in and up and deep and elongate that inhale um and the more and the more space you create when you're stressed or anxious or worried the more air you can take in and if you're taking in more air you're flooding your body with oxygen and then your cortisol levels drop yep so it just teaches you to use your breath to like breathe through all that carbon dioxide get rid of that and breathe in all the oxygen which makes sense when like you know if i'm talking about stress in schools i'll say that you know you're about to go into an exam take 10 deep breaths Mm -hmm. Um, yep. you know, because it will help. It does, actually yeah. does make a difference with the stress. And there's nothing wrong with stress. I always say this Absolutely to all my not. clients. Stress is a normal yep. thing. Your, your nervous system is letting you know you're feeling threatened. This is great. This is fine. Yep. Sometimes we don't need it though. We don't mm. need it to become chronic stress. So using the breath to breathe through that, that adrenaline and that cortisol that stress creates in the body yep. and then just getting rid of it. Yeah. We are speaking the same language. Yeah. It's exactly the stuff that we talk about in schools. There you go. Um, and like on I'm that, reading your mind. I don't know. With everything, really. Uh, <laughs> and we are, we've, we've kind of exploded with our wellbeing days and we're doing a lot more and there's yeah. even more in term four than we've had in any term previously. Mm-hmm. So there will be, we're introducing the breathwork into the wellbeing days coming into this, yeah. this next term. So I'm looking forward to getting you into, well, I mean, today you were in a school, but not really in a school. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. school holidays and was yeah. just... A random 15 together. I'm looking yeah. forward to getting actually into schools. I'm excited for you to teach me how to speak teenager. Sure. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. You developed, not that I have the, the, the lingo. Say, I don't know if such. Adam's the best one to teach you either. <laughs> wow. I see, I see where things are at. Uh, I'm, I'm aware of my limitations. Uh, yeah. I know, for example, that my niece... Uh, overuses the word slay. It's a current. <laughs> what does yeah, it mean? It's a current, very popular word that I'm like, you're using it too much. Yeah. I'm like, look, I'm, I'm old enough to know that I'm not going to try and be cool and use it. Yeah, I but you're what, using it too much. But you're, you're using it too much. I'm, I, I don't use it. I know that's, but you're, you're misusing it as well. I'm not going to lie um, though, man. You did slay today. Okay, yeah. thanks. Yeah, 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 good. Well done. I think you're probably a little bit told to use it too. Used in context. Um, I use yeah, anyway. So everyone has their their. But yes, I can. We we can we can work on that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we can. I think worth slaying this podcast. Just oh. making sure it lands, and they're not like, oh my god, what is this person talking It'll about? Use. And there's people who have no idea what slay means right now. So we're listening mm. to this podcast. And yeah, someone's really confused. <laughs> being like, why did Santa yeah. leave his sleigh behind? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so there's going to be more breath work. Coming yeah. into schools and, and education, educating more. I'm actually yeah. looking forward to seeing how many people have a similar response to, to DART, for example, and actually recognizing the impact yeah. it's having on the body, which is which it's is really just, cool. The breath is just so underrated. That's right. And nasal breathing pranayama is just a, is different to the mouth breathing that a lot of people will do. So it's a different experience. And I can only talk to pranayama because I'm not trained in holotropic. Sure. But I know that it's just that calming, nourishing, and nurturing. And yep. it's just... Well, so you're throwing the, the, the terms around. Explain them for a second. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> that was two words. Nourishing? Like, no, uh, no, no, no. Pull- oh. Pranayama and the... So pranayama is the technique that I teach. It's yep. in and out through the nose, mouth closed. Sure. And it's a focus on lengthening the inhale and extending the exhale with different patterns and numbers. So um, different extent. So shorter patterns mm. um, create more of an energizing response. So like okay. two seconds in, hold to, out to, hold to. So it's like really quick and sharp and that yep. creates that energizing effect in the body. Yep. Whereas if I said inhale six. That's where you make all the noises too, right? Yeah. Yep. Hold six, <laughs> exhale six, hold yep. six. It's a longer and that creates that calming response in the body. And what's really interesting is before I even knew of this, 
Um, my tell a quick story. My te- was ten year old beginning of the year started struggling with sleep. So he's always been like a incredible sleeper. Just yep. literally twelve hours a night from about eight weeks in. Yeah, it was a terrible sleeper, and then we just started using. I think we save our sleep, and we went from in three days went from. I use you know, save our sleep. Some people love it. Some people hate it. And that's my that's son fine. was a bloody dream. Oh, there you go. Um, Whereas, you know, my two-year-old wasn't similar. We used some of it. We had to actually adapt, but that's a long story. Um, but with Cal, with the first one, uh, he went from, like, incredible sleeper and literally for, like, eight years, incredible. Yeah. No, literally nine and a half years, incredible sleeper, and then started struggling to sleep. Did he start mouth breathing? I don't know. Oh. I don't know what was happening. Um, and, you know, had conversation with his mum. She wanted to have more music, and I said, look, I don't think it's going to work because, like, he's in going to sleep with music because I used to do that, and then eventually it didn't work anymore. Yeah. And I would be up until, like, one in the morning listening to music and trying to go to sleep, and nothing was working. So I said, I'm And then you're like, why isn't this working? There's something wrong with me. And then I you know. start thinking yeah, more. That's right. <laughs> 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 Can't go to sleep and lie and they're going, oh, I'm going to sleep. Um, which none of that helps. And nowadays you're like, oh, I'm going to sleep. And you grab a phone and yeah, then that so, yeah. keeps you awake even longer. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just went, actually, I'm just going to do some some deep breathing with him. Like not yeah. even knowing the benefit of it and yeah. knowing I literally five breaths in, hold for five seconds. Uh, sorry, uh, five seconds in, hold five seconds, seven seconds out. Mm-hmm. Deep breathing, literally 10 breaths. Yeah. It works Every single yeah. time, like no, I know the signs now. If I yeah. get back from taking him to basketball and he's like a little bit amped, a little bit crazy, he's overstimulated. Yeah. I'm like, let's go do some breathing, get in the yeah. bed, ten, ten, and I ask him now, yeah. are you feeling a little bit, or you can go to sleep? No, oh, yeah, it's probably going to be helpful. So we sit and we, I literally sit next to him, do the ten breaths with him. Yeah, night, buddy. He's out. And a lot of the times when we are in a reactive state, it all comes from probably just an overstimulated nervous system. Yep. Like if you've had a really big day and you've done a lot of things yeah. and you're feeling stressed, it's just because your nervous system is overstimulated. Yep. And then breathwork just helps calm that and regulate it. Yep. So sometimes we don't need to overcomplicate it. Maybe it's like, oh, I'm not feeling all these things. I think I'm just overstimulated. My yep. nervous system is shot. I've done a lot of stuff today. So give us the summary. What does breathwork work? help with if they're you know what are the oh types God. of things that they can there's help so with? many um well it can help with obviously you're a busy mind yep. helps to calm the mind mm-hmm. um emotionally just helps you breathe like move through the energy of emotions okay. like when you're feeling things in the body helps you just move through that breathe through it um physically helps with sleep yep. um Gosh, there's so yeah, inflammation in the body. Like yep. when you're breathing in oxygen, you're breathing out carbon dioxide. So you're reducing inflammation in the body. That means inflammation in the brain and that means less mental health issues. Because yep. if your brain's inflamed, you're having issues mentally. Yep. Um yeah, they're probably like the three out of those three should have started. I have like a huge, huge I was about to say she just ticked off everything I need help with. So. <laughs> need to come to a class. Yeah, hundred yes. percent. We'll go together. Yeah, yeah, done. I'm down. Yeah. Um Okay. How do people find you, Kelsey? So I have Instagram now, like this week. I've just established oh, Instagram. So that's exciting. Uh, I'm not doing it. I have a social media person. I can, I'm not a tech person. Okay. I'm the brains. They're the brawn. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, so it's called Breathe with Kelsey. So that's my Instagram. Yep. Um, I teach at Center Space in North Perth a couple of days a week. You can check their website for their schedule. Yep. Um, I do random Breathe and Connect events with my friend Sammy. So mm-hmm. um, they're always being advertised on my Instagram. Yep. Um, and yeah, you can just shoot me a DM if you want to, you know, have a private session. Um, yep. I do them online. I do them in person, um, south of the river, north of the river. So, sure. Yeah. Great. And if someone wants to try and do this a little bit at home, 
on their own? Is there yeah. any? Is there any way that they can access that? Yes. Or? So there's an app called Insight Timer um, and there is multiple recordings. I would say about 15 recordings on there from a range of like five minutes to 25 minutes. Yep. Um, if you just search my name on that dashboard, yep. it will come up and there's multiple tracks that you can just play at home. Super yep. simple. And it doesn't Anywhere. cost can, anything to download. It doesn't cost anything. Insight it's free. Timer. Insight Timer. Free. It for free. Yeah. Yep, and then just search yep. Kelsey. What's do it your in your name? car. Do it in the shower. Do yep. it in bed. Do yep. it in the middle of the park. Wherever, yep. if you're wherever Kelsey likes, that's where Kelsey likes. Anywhere to do it in the middle of the park, uh, Kelsey. And what's your, what's the last name? Sewell. How do we spell that? S e w e double l. Just making it as easy as possible for people that are listening. <laughs> so Kelsey double e though. Kelsey double e. That's right. Yeah. I know how to spell it, but I'm <laughs> sounding it out for everybody yeah. else that might want to look for it. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you for joining. Me on the podcast, Dart. Thank you for being a fill-in, and uh, Kelsey. Thank you for being a guest. Thanks for having me, yeah, and thanks for sharing. Absolutely, yeah. I think there's lots that we can learn. I've learned stuff. Dart has oh, learned stuff. Yeah. Hopefully, anyone listening has learned stuff as well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hold you guys to coming to a class now. Absolutely, uh, man. We will. We need. Yeah, we need down. a new date idea. <laughs> <laughs> we need a romance date. Yeah, we do. We movies do. are getting a bit too much. <laughs> Uh, not that we you guys can. Look, I don't usually let clients hold hands, but you guys can hold hands in the class okay, if you okay, want. Okay, great. Honestly, that definitely help with the anxiety levels. So. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys want to find more information about what we do with Armed for Life, you can just look us up um, www.armedforlife.com.au. You can find us across socials as well. We're on Instagram, LinkedIn, and and um, Facebook. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want, we, we've asking people to start, give us like, you know, topics that they want us to talk about as well. So if you have a request, something you want us to talk about, maybe even a guest you want us to interview, then just get in touch with us and send us a message as well. So, um, cool. Thanks guys. Thank you. See you next time. See ya. Bye.